Hey everyone, welcome back to Copy and K-Pop. My name is Selena and with me is Brian. What's up guys? This is episode 3 of our weekly podcast where we sit down with some coffee and go over all things K-Pop. And let me tell you, so much has happened this week. Not just with new music releases, but a lot of changes are happening in K-Pop industry. Oh yeah. I really thought going into this week we weren't going to have a lot to talk about because uh, I didn't see a lot of new music that was supposed to come out, but... First of all, I was wrong about that. And then also there was a lot of legal things that were going on. Yeah, a lot of controversy, a lot of crazy stuff. Yeah. So let's just start by going over the music shows first and going over the winners. So uh, we had uh, Music Core back on the 8th. BTS wins with Boy With Love. It's their 18th win, 8th consecutive win. Show champion on the 12th, we had NCT 127 Ooh, with, what song was that? Superhuman. Yeah, they had a second it's their win. their second win, yes. M Countdown, we had WJSN winning first place for Boogie Up, and I'm pretty sure that was actually their second win. And then also with Music Bank on the 14th, BTS Boy With Love won again. Pretty exciting. So let's look at some of these changes, some of this controversy. So the first thing that happened earlier in the week um, that we can talk about that happened on the 9th was with King Daniel. He established his own one-man agency for his solo debut. And he his agency is called Connect Entertainment, combining the words Korea and Connect to symbolize him trying to connect Korea to the rest of the world. Which thought, is pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. I know he's been having a contract dispute with LM Entertainment. Uh, he was originally ruled in his favor to pursue independent activities, but now LM Entertainment has appealed that court's decision. So we're going to have to see what happens and keep checking for updates on that. So this next artist did not have any controversy per se, but they did come out with a new album. And they also announced uh, some America tour dates. Jay Park came out with an album called The Road Less Traveled, and he's also starting an American tour. Uh, the I thought the album was really good. It had a lot of music on it, which was nice. And, you know, I just want to say something, too, about Jay Park, because I follow him on my personal Instagram account, and I think he does such a good job with connecting with his fans. I've been able to catch the last uh, couple um, Instagram lives that he's done, and you know that feature that they have when you're doing a live and you can connect... Like you're making a phone call like with another yeah, fan yeah, and yeah. it splits the screen in half and you can see the other person. Well, he, he just will do that with fans. He'll just pick somebody that wants to talk and have them up on the screen and have like a whole conversation with them, which I think is really cool to do. Yeah, that is really cool because fans really love that I've kind of never stuff. seen, at least to my knowledge, I haven't seen other people do that, you know, like in the music industry that have a name for themselves and... I I could not do it. I I couldn't I couldn't I wouldn't know what to say. I'd be so starstruck and be like uh uh <laughs> and not yeah. know how to talk. But it was just it's really like humbling I guess to see like he really wants to connect with his fans and share that with with everyone. I'm not the biggest J Park fan. I did check out this album. I am. Um I would say I I almost consider him more of an American artist. So if I wanted to listen to some American hip-hop, I might put Jay Park on. Because he's good. He's talented. He has really good songs. But I just don't connect him with K-pop or Korean entertainment. That's my issue there. Well, 
we will have to agree to disagree on that one. But one group that I really do enjoy, and I know Selena was really happy about as well, is ATs. Uh, they came out with their third EP on the 10th called One to All. It's their third mini album with a double track title, Wave and Illusion. Not only did they release one music video, but two music videos. Yeah, that that actually kind of took me by surprise. Yes. And they were both really good. Yeah, I love Wave. I love that song. I love the beat to it. I love the choreography. I love the music video. I love everything about that song. I liked uh, I liked the whole album in it. I uh, actually went back and listened to the first two, and they're they're good group. Each album was really good in its own way. And also another song uh, off that album that I really enjoyed was Dancing Like Butterfly Wings. I don't know if you remember which one that was, but I thought that did a really great job of showing the vocals from Jung Ho. That's, the song itself really made me like the way he sings, and it's just one of those like feel-good, positive songs. I know they're a fairly new debuting band. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started in 2018. They are originally promoted under the name KQ Fellas um, after their label KQ Entertainment, but changed their name in the summer of 2018. I kind of liked the KQ Fellas name better. but I like a tease, but then I also saw it's, it stands for a teenager, and then that made me feel really old. <laughs> so. But I'm just going to stick with the tease. I like that. We're just going to continue on. <laughs> and uh, we also learned that they had a YouTube series called KQ Fellas uh, American Training, where they trained in L.A. Yes, I have to find this because I want to watch it. When I read about that, it made me think back to a similar show that I saw BTS do when they first started out where they came to America and did like this whole training process. And it was so funny. So I can only imagine... Yeah, and speaking of BTS, the Festa continues. We had some really good stuff come out. Most notably, probably, is the Euphoria track by oh. Jungkook. Talk about the feels. The feels, yes. That video was awesome. The song was awesome. I want that song to be on Spotify. I want to listen. I want to be able to have that song available. It was so good. And the, the video that went with it, like the whole movie aspect of it oh it's just so like touching mm-hmm. yep and we also had some new portraits come out uh two different sets actually and pretty much uh the best way for me to describe these as one comment that i read was delightfully awkward <laughs> um they were good but they were delightfully awkward. <laughs> there's some really good memes out there too for him but uh, even bigger news they announced they're going to be dropping an album which only bts would be able to drop a new album for a mobile game that they're releasing yeah right uh and the songs there's been a couple that have come out so far and they're really good and there's more that's going to come out with more people that are featured on it and i just it's just they're unstoppable. Yeah, I, I really don't know how they're maintaining this level. Just, I, I, I can't see how they could get any better, but <laughs> they keep getting better. So I don't know. And if you're interested, you can go ahead and already pre-order their album. 
Um, it's going to be released on June 28th. And looking back on the 12th was a very busy day. We had uh, two new releases as well as some crazy news with GOT7. So let's get into one of those releases. You know, released their first solo mini album, True Colors. The album contains six tracks. Uh, the title track is Follow, and it also had a music video re that released with it. Um, and, you know, I, I listened to the track before I saw the music video and I didn't, I liked it, but I wasn't like overly thrilled about it. Um, but after I watched the music video, it made me like the song a lot more. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much how I felt about the mini album in general. I read, um, in an article that the choreography was inspired by the Avengers, which I found interesting. Huh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also uh, another thing that I was reading about was that each song on that album represents an actual color. It's supposed to represent uh, a color. So follow is supposed to represent the color silver. Blue jeans is obviously is supposed to represent blue. Swing is the one that features BOA and that it features red. Hit me up is orange. Y and Change the World is supposed to represent a dark gray and white. It makes me think, moving on, like if he does more music videos, mm, how they're right. all going to tie in. I feel like the album itself had like a high tempo, kind of like techno-y feel to it, which isn't necessarily my go-to, but it wasn't bad. It, it's just not something I would usually listen to. I will say out of all the tracks, my favorite one uh, was Hit Me Up. It had more of a like a funky play to it, and it kept my head bobbing. A little bit of controversy, not so much with You Know, but with his partner of TVXQ, um, and I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce his name, but I'm pretty sure it's Park Yuchun. Uh, he admitted to some drug use, and uh, prosecutors are trying to hit him with a year and a half imprisonment as well as a fine of $1,200. And I feel like this is going to be a recurring theme tonight, uh, but I just want to point out how much different that this is than American artists. Yeah. Like, we have artists smoking blunts in live recordings, and they are idolized by fans because of it. It just shows how desensitized we are, at least in America, when it comes to drug use and whatnot like to us that i mean we don't condone it by any means but seeing that in a headline it wouldn't be that surprising or that shocking i guess right we, we kind of expect it from our musicians yeah it's like oh it happened again or you know something like that got seven was also in headlines uh, i was hearing some things online about fan sites that were protesting against jyp uh which is the label that the group is under. Um, so I saw an article on All K-Pop um, that explained more about what was going on with it. So apparently many fans, many fan sites have closed down completely. Some are temporarily on hold. Uh, but the article reported that JYP combined the new music album and the world tour promotions leaving fans frustrated because they didn't have enough time for both, which they had to pick like either I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. They didn't, they couldn't take part in both at the same time. They also stated they weren't having the proper promotions for their uh, world tour 
which is leaving a lot of open seats at some of the shows, which makes me feel bad because I know they're coming to America and I would love to go to that concert. Yeah, I would really like to go to that show. But unfortunately, they're not coming anywhere near us. So it's and we just can't make that big of a trip right now. Uh, There was also some frustrations over recent fan signing events uh, where there was a no touching rule and little time to talk to the idols. Uh, And bodyguards were also reported listening in and laughing at some of the conversations that we're having. So people felt like they were disrespected. Um, And I have a hard time relating to this just because I feel like we don't have that type of the same situation. Like we don't have fan sightings. Like I know we have meet and greets where like you can get VIP passes or go backstage. And yeah, it's different though. Maybe like, you know, very quickly wave high, maybe hug, take a picture and then move on. But these fan sighting signing events look really cool where you can actually like go up and get, you know, little things signed or give gifts and have like a conversation and like meet everybody. It looks really cool. I wish we had something like that, but I guess it was a a big deal because before you could go up and shake hands or have that like personal one-on-one time, but there was clips on Twitter and it showed it just seemed really awkward because they would put their hands up like, oh, nope, I can't touch you. Nope, sorry, I can't do that. And hmm. it just, it looked awkward. So with this boycotting that they're doing and trying to shut down these fan sites um, to boycott with the label, I feel like it's only going to hurt GOT7. I'm kind of sad about this. I don't think, I feel like JYP is so big and they have so many other groups under the label that they'll just focus on the other groups to make up for any loss that they have. Yeah, exactly. So I just hope that they can turn this around and turn it into something positive because that album was so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. And one more thing uh, for the 12th is another album release by the group Nor. This is their third mini album, Abyss, and will mark the final chapter of their three-part debut series. It's a five-track album. Uh, title track is called Doom Doom, which also came with a pretty cool music video. Um, and overall, I I liked it. I liked it too. I thought um, they had a good rap line. And I really like how this show has given us uh, the opportunity to explore and educate ourselves about who else is out there because I probably would have never heard or found this group. Yeah, same here. So I really like being able to explore all these new releases that come out and just get to know like so many more people. Yeah, honestly, it's just like the first thing I do when I wake up is I, I check to see if somebody came out with something new or some new videos yeah. came out and I... I watch them, I take notes, and I feel like I get really into the groups or the song or the video and more so than I would have just kind of passively, you know, listening or watching videos on YouTube. And then I, when we talk about what happened on the 13th of June, I think all K-pop fandoms were hurt by this. Yes, uh, B.I. from Icon. Um was accused of purchasing and using illegal drugs in addition to dodging police charges. However, uh, when we looked into this, it looked more like... I mean, A, this happened three years ago. Uh, B, this looked like it was more of... He was chatting with somebody 
about how he would like to try LSD and marijuana. Uh, he did not ever state that he wanted to buy them, let alone, you know, did he actually do an, yeah. any of these things? He said he didn't even he didn't even do them because he was too scared to do it. Right. But after all these text messages came out, he announced his departure from the label and the group. Yeah, and that's just another example of like the pressure on these guys to be 100% clean all the time. 100% of the time. Yeah. And to kind of go back to something I had mentioned earlier, um, if this was a hip-hop artist in the United States, um, I don't even think you can be a hip-hop artist in the United States if you haven't at least tried marijuana. <laughs> and most likely you've done LSD or worse drugs. Um, and I'm not condoning it by any means. I'm just Disclaimer. pointing out. Like, Disclaimer. <laughs> that's how it is here. Um, so it's just, it's, to, to us, it's just such a crazy Thing. It's it's crazy in a sense to do such a drastic decision to leave your group and like I I understand he doesn't want to bring any negativity um you know and wants everything to be okay but everybody was so upset about this like every, it doesn't matter who your bias group was or your fandom that you were a part of all fandoms were coming together there's actually a petition that I signed, and if you want to sign, you can go to change.org, uh, but a petition to tell him, no, put him back in the group. We need him back. You right. shouldn't have to leave because of this. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. So, something good to talk about, though, that happened on the, on the 13th. Somi dropped her single title, Birthday. Um, she's formerly known for debuting with the group IOI, uh, but this is her first solo debut. The video came out, and it was so fun. It was super catchy and fast-paced. Yeah, I love that video. Yeah, there's so many different scenes of things going on that you can just watch it on repeat, and you would find something new each time you watch it. So she has two tracks that came out that she co-composed both of them, which I always love when the artist takes part in the right. production of their song. Uh, one was Birthday, which is the one that has the music video, and the second was Out of My Head. Which I, even on my Instagram, I was freaking out over the out of my head track. It is so good. I really, really, really like it. Yeah, I liked it too. Looking forward to more of her music. Yes. And speaking of something else that I really, really, really liked that came out this week was Monster X released a new track called Who Do You Love? featuring French Montana and I'm surprised by the reaction that were that people were giving online a lot of people did not like it yeah that's what I saw too I liked the flow and the beat of the song um I actually enjoyed the song um and I don't typically like all English lyrics in Korean based music for some for some reason I just don't usually care for it but this one was not bad yeah I loved the song I thought it was great I thought it was something different um, that we're used to hearing with Mustax. So I embraced it and I thought it was great. I can't wait. I hope they do a music video. Another person that also released music on the 14th was Lay, who was formerly from EXO. Yeah, was formerly from EXO. Um, his album called Honey uh, has four tracks with both English and Chinese versions on them. 
three tracks were in English, Honey, Bad, and Amusement Park, and then I had a Chinese version of Honey, and all of the tracks were written and composed by Lei. Which, if I had a applause sound effect, I would insert it now. Yeah. <laughs> and it was not a bad album. It was all English, except for the Chinese song. Maybe I'm coming around to these English releases? I don't know. I'm not there yet, well, but it's I don't, been good. You, you didn't have the best reaction, I think, when you listened to the song Honey. Okay, yeah. Maybe we should <laughs> talk about Honey a little bit. There was a, a part that made me laugh out loud in that song. You mind uh, sharing those lyrics with us there, Selena? Something about Harry Potter. Uh... I don't want to say the actual lyric. <laughs> So there's this line in this song uh, about Harry Potter, basically. Um, Harry Potter, girl, I got the magic. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure is the way that it went. It, it makes me laugh because I'm a huge Harry Potter nerd, and I think it's hilarious that he referenced Harry Potter in a song that's supposed to be like, I mean, he's like topless, showing his abs and, the, you know, trying to be all sexified and let's talk about harry potter and let's wink that was it was interesting <laughs> it, it made me laugh out loud it did it, it made <laughs> obviously it's make it's still making me laugh thinking about it and when i showed selena this video i was watching her <laughs> face the entire time and that also made me laugh out loud Which apparently i was making faces that i didn't even realize yeah her expressions during parts of that video were priceless <laughs> But moving on, uh, I really liked the track Bad. I thought that was probably my favorite track off the album. Mm -hmm. And Music Park was good, too. But I'll never forget that Harry Potter lyric. Um, all right. Finally, uh, we're looking at YG Entertainment. This has just kind of been ongoing, I think, for a while. Yeah. Uh, but we kind of got like some end results of all the stuff stuff that's been circulating yeah everything kind of came to a head on the 14th sungri left big bang and the label because uh, this and this happened a little while ago i don't exactly remember when but so he left big bang and the label because he was under investigation over a scandal involving sex tapes solicitation of prostitutes and some kind of secret group chat involving police yeah, officers. there was a lot of it was a lot of A lot stuff. of people involved, a lot of stuff going on with that. Yeah, and so this incident, as well as you know, several other incidents that have been happening over probably like the last five years, um, has really put the company in a spotlight. And while it is still unclear of the legitimacy of all these claims, uh, the founder and his brother have actually stepped down from the company. Yeah, they both released uh, statements on the 14th basically you know they were denying all allegations that were made against them but were apologizing to all the employees and the celebrities connected to yg entertainment for basically all the backlash and the trouble it's brought the company so they talked about making how how they need to make big changes in order for the company to grow and have a positive light so hopefully get what we want to see out of the company uh, I know there was a trend on Twitter with the hashtag YG is over party. There's a lot of people excited about it. I don't think it'll be a bad thing. I think, I think it'll all have a positive outcome. I think will the artists 
themselves, I think we're going to be happier. So we just want to say a thank you to all the people who have streamed and given our podcast a listen. We want to really do well and put things out there for our fellow K-poppers who are interested in hearing about it. So please feel free to leave us some feedback. And as usual, our intro music and any background music you might hear in this episode is brought to you by Tobu. And I will put a link to his YouTube page in the show notes. And on that note, that about wraps it up for the week. All the music and videos we talked about today in today's episode can be found on our YouTube channel at Copy and K-Pop. That's spelled K-E-O-P-I and K-Pop. Also, come follow us on Insta and Twitter under the same name for any updates and fun stuff we might post. Once again, thanks for everyone who's given us a listen. Let us know what you guys think and if there's anything else we want to talk about. And we'll see you next week. Bye.